You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Now available at Dundrum Town Centre. So you can now use your toll tags to park in our car parks. Simply register at easytrip.ie forward slash parking. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Dundrum, where more happens. Welcome to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show with 670 The Score's Jay Zawoski and NBC Chicago's James Navo. Welcome into what will quite possibly be the latest ever edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show. My name is James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago. I am coming to you, it's almost 2 o'clock in the morning, but I'm sure a lot of you hockey fans are still awake because of the incredible, the thrilling 3-2 victory that Team USA just pulled off against Team Canada in the gold medal women's hockey game. We are going to talk about that here on the postgame show. Also going to, of course, talk about the Blackhawks shootout victory over the Ottawa Senators tonight. But before I get to both of those games, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all of our sponsors, including Triple Threat Sports. you got to call Chris for all of your Team USA and Blackhawks jersey needs. I assure you they will be able to hook you up and help you out. Also have to give a shout out to our friends at Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe with the incredible beer selection and one of the best food menus that you are ever going to see. And of course, Marishka is one of our longest sponsors and boy howdy, let me tell you, their poor boys are something else. They are gold medal worthy. You see what I did there? Pulling off the Olympic references here. I'm just getting started here on this post-game show. And of course, Seat Giant. Gotta thank them for giving me great deals on tickets to go see the Chicago Blackhawks when they honor Kendall Coyne and your gold medal winning USA women's hockey team. I 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with that game. Hope you all will indulge me in that a little bit. Just have to talk once again about how incredible both games ended up being between Team USA and Canada in these Olympics. I don't think there's any doubt that these are the two best women's hockey hockey teams in the world. And they showed it again tonight with another just incredible game. Uh, Lake Forest native Hillary Knight had the opening goal for Team USA, getting the great net front pressure that we're always used to seeing from her. Maybe the Blackhawks signed her to a tryout deal, you know, just before the end of the season, get her a look, you know, just give her a shot. I feel like she could definitely hang with the big boys. What a game from her tonight. And then, of course, Jocelyn and Monique Lamoureux. Uh, Monique had the game tying goal in the third period when all was starting to look lost for Team USA. And then Jocelyn with the absolutely filthy shootout move to beat Shannon Zabados and to get the U.S. the gold medal that has eluded them for 20 years. Got to give a massive shout-out to those ladies. All played fantastic hockey tonight. All set to give a shout-out to Maddie Rooney, who was wonderful in goal for Team USA. Made some absolutely incredible saves. What a blast it was to watch her tonight. Really enjoyed watching her uh, perform her magic between the pipes. Just a wonderful played game by everybody including Marie, Marie Philip Poulin, who had the really bad hit on Brianna Decker. Still thinks she should have been put in the penalty box for that, but you got to hand it to her. Had a great goal to give Canada the lead in the second period, but ugh, so good to finally see her not win gold. Am I right? I Once again, just cannot get over the quality of hockey in both of the games between these two teams. I honestly think that these two games were the best played hockey games that we have seen in this entire Olympic tournament, and that includes the men. And I've been watching a lot of this hockey. I know, obviously, you guys know I work at NBC, have to cover the Olympics quite extensively, and I'm going to tell you that that was some fantastic hockey that we watched from Team USA. And I know that there's plenty of controversy over whether they should have had people like Alex Carpenter and Megan Bozek on the team, but... What it boils down to is that this bunch lost in 2010, lost the gut-wrenching heartbreaker in 2014, was down 2-1 late in the third period tonight, and they flipped the script and they got the win against Canada. It is truly a great night to be an American hockey fan, and I think I speak for a lot of people in Chicago and in Illinois who want to see an NWHL or a CWHL team come to Chicago. I think it would get a lot of support here. They've got a great rank now at the NB Bank Ice Arena next to the United Center. Hell, even if they wanted to play someplace like Allstate or whatever, I bet that women's hockey could find a market here in Chicago, and I bet fans would turn out in droves to see that team play. I would love to see that. Not trying to get the league to expand too quickly. I want them to get kind of a good foundation set. Obviously, I know it takes a lot to get a league to be successful, but I'm all aboard. You want to have a Chicago team in either one of those leagues? I'm here for it. And my first suggestion, make Kendall Coyne the captain. Just saying. All right, so that's my Team USA thoughts. Going to switch over to the Blackhawks. This isn't going to be a terribly long podcast. Hope you guys understand. I've got my wife in the uh, other room. She's she's asleep. Hopefully not going to wake her up with my loud, stupid voice. Also have my sister uh, staying here tonight. Got to give a shout out to folks who are dealing with uh, 
floodwaters across the entirety of northern Illinois and northern Indiana. Uh, you guys are definitely in my thoughts and prayers. I hope that you guys are all safe out there and that everything uh, turns out good after this really bad weather we've been having recently. Hope you guys are all all right. So, enough with that, you know, mushy, gushy stuff, you know. Let's talk some hockey, eh? <laughs> um, obviously, the Blackhawks, it's been a really uh, rough ride of late, but had a couple of really good individual performances tonight. I thought Patrick Kane had a really strong game, loved his goal, first goal of the game, loved the pass from Vincent Hinestroza. You always love to see Hinestroza using that speed to drive the net and to get the defense pulled off with him to kind of open up just a little bit of a lane for Patrick Kane, and it totally worked out, and he scored and gave the Hawks an early lead. Love the aggressiveness by Kane to follow up on the rebound and to make sure that puck went in as well. Also really loved Patrick Kane's pass to Artem Anisimov on the second goal of the game. Loved the patience that he showed circling around at the blue line. It's something that sometimes I think Patrick Kane maybe relies on a little bit too much is that patience at the blue line and that ability to kind of find that open passing lane. But kudos to Artem Anisimov for kind of shedding the defense a little bit and getting open in that spot. And Kane with just the absolutely perfect cross-size pass to nail him and to get the Blackhawks their second goal of the game. Uh, Also have to give a shout-out to Anton Forsberg. Had one of his better games tonight, I thought, as a Blackhawk. Made some incredible saves, especially in the third period. Absolutely robbing. Derek Brassard on a two-on-one rush. It was a wonderful post-to-post save. Great lateral movement by Forsberg. I I think at times this season he's kind of had some bad rebound control and his positioning hasn't really been, you know, necessarily the best. I thought that that was a really good uh, moment from him, and I thought it was a really kind of a good confidence builder. Like, you want that guy to kind of get established. And I think maybe... During the Jeff Glass experiment a little bit, I think Joel Quenville may have missed an opportunity to kind of establish some confidence in Anton Forsberg maybe a little bit. And maybe this is the time. Maybe this is finally the time that he gets to establish himself as the guy. And maybe he can, you know, show a little bit more than what he's shown uh, in his time as a Blackhawk so far. Maybe we've prematurely written him off a little bit. I'm willing to concede that and... Hopefully he can continue to kind of show that kind of ability as we move forward because I think that there's something there. And I'm not saying he's going to be the next Scott Darling or the next Dante Ranta or whatever you want to compare him to, but I also think that some of the stuff we saw him flash when he was in Columbus and some of the stuff that we saw him flash in the preseason, that guy's not gone. And I think that like we sometimes are prisoners of the moment and we maybe bury guys that we shouldn't, especially when they're that young and inexperienced. And I'm willing to kind of give Anton Forsberg a little bit more time. And it goes back to kind of, you know, wanting Corey Crawford to be done for the year. I think that there's no reason to really rush him back, especially if he's still dealing with any symptoms of his injury at all I feel like there's no reason in the world to bring him back too quickly and I think it just gives the Blackhawks a great um, opportunity to continue to give Anton Forsberg looks and I hope that they do um, continue to do that Um, trying to think of if there's anything else that needs to be said about this game I mean the Blackhawks obviously still well out of the playoff picture not worried about that at all and I'm not one of those guys who's going to be kind of aching for them to lose some games and improve their draft stock or whatever 
the thing that I'm looking for for the remainder of the season is two two things. One, I do want to see the veterans kind of get a little bit of an upswing going toward the end of the season just to give the team something to build on as we move forward. I think that would be really good to see from them, and I think we saw some of that from Patrick Kane tonight. And then the second thing, and I think the way more important thing, is that I do want these kids to start getting playing time. I, I want to see the Eric Gustafsons, the Carl Dahlstroms. I want to see Nick Schmaltz continue to get important minutes. Same with Alex Debrinkit. Maybe bring up some more forwards. Maybe give other guys a look that maybe haven't been getting a look lately. And I think Joel Quinville did a smart thing tonight when he put Patrick Sharp back as a healthy scratch. I feel like Patrick Sharp is a guy you probably want in the lineup when you need a veteran presence, when you need a guy who has been around the block a time or three. But I think that time for the Blackhawks is honestly passed. And I have to give Joel Quenville credit for making that roster decision tonight. And I also give him credit for putting Anthony Duclair out there with Nick Schmaltz and Alex Dabrinkit at times tonight. Give me the excitement. Give me those guys playing with guys that are going to bring out the best in them. I want to see more of that. I want to see them continue to make rookie and young guy mistakes. That's totally fine. This is the time that you want those guys to be learning from these things. And I really hope the Blackhawks embrace that philosophy as we start moving down the stretch. I feel like there was a lot of positive movement in that area tonight. Obviously still some stuff that needs to get cleaned up, some bad defensive plays, whatever you want to talk about. But this is the time. This is the time to be learning. This is the time to be getting young guys some time on the ice and getting some guys like Anton Forsberg and others more confident as we head towards the final parts of this season. So before I wrap up, kudos again to the U.S. women's hockey team. So proud of Kendall Coyne and Alex Rigsby and Hillary Knight and all the other players that have local and Midwest connections. You've been busting your butts for years and years and years and have kept falling short against those bums from Canada, and you finally did it, ladies. I'm so, so happy for them. They deserve every minute of their success and their happiness tonight. Proud to be a fan of that team right now. Great hockey from them. Kudos to Canada on a job well done winning the silver, but America, baby. Thank you guys for listening to... uh, This dual threat podcast, which almost became solely a U.S. women's podcast based on the fact that I had a ton of votes in a poll that only wanted me to talk women's hockey. But you know what? Got to hook all y'all up with all the hockey content that you can possibly handle. Thank you guys so, so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that it finds you well. And until next time, I'm James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago, and this is the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. 
touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.